All right, welcome back on our ongoing series about character and character quests. Today, we are dealing with the issue of being reasonable, or I don't want you to think of this as a word, but reasonableness. Uh, and this would fall under the mind category and the idea of being rational and using critical thinking and critical thought. Proverbs 16.9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. It's been kind of interesting lately as you've watched modern sports, and perhaps for some of you, you've always grown up with this, so maybe it's no different. Uh, my understanding of history is a little larger, and I just have been amazed how whether it's uh, sports, uh, interviews afterwards, interviews on ESPN or other sports station, how much we've gotten away from uh, clean uh, athletic participation, meaning that so much of the interviews today and uh, even some of the stuff that goes on in the sidelines is so full of uh, obscenities and um, and people being frustrated and angry and just saying whatever comes to their minds and it flies right out of their mouth. Uh, Paul McGuire, who's a, a football commentator or uh, analyst, he, uh, he said, I, I don't think anything was done intentionally to embarrass or to hurt anybody. I think they didn't even realize they were saying something, talking about people who are doing this kind of thing. Um, but Paul Sims, uh, who's a former player, said, uh, well, you know what, though it bothers a lot of people. I've been there. I know it's an emotional game, but you have to know you're talking to an audience when somebody sticks their microphone in their face, so they should watch what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget uh, watching some of the scenes that unfolded. Uh, of course, we live here in Kansas, and so uh, watching the Kansas City Chiefs uh, win the Super Bowl back in February, and, and the, the celebration and the parade and everything that was going on, but yet it turned really into this very embarrassing display of human nature uh, because they're recording all these people just doing the wildest things, saying the wildest things. Uh, one person stated, uh, for, I don't know who said the quote, but it said, it's stupid to give a drunk man a microphone. Uh, and it's true because, you know, you say whatever you think. We, we kind of seem to live in a world that has uh, done away with common sense, uh, abandoned reasoning. Uh, if, as you watch the media and what's going on in athletics, um, you, we highlight so many uh, athletes, even politicians and, and, and stars of uh, Hollywood and, and global fame who are just doing the most irresponsible um, and, and, and just irrational things. Uh, and you, you get people who are out there and drinking and driving, leading sexually explicit lives outside of marriage, uh, engaging in illegal law-breaking activities. And, and we wonder... What? What are you thinking? What What's going on in your brain? Um, you know, so many more people are seeking educations. Uh, supposedly, you know, more people are getting educated and have access to education. The Internet provides more ways for people to engage more information. But we seem to struggle um, because we, perhaps it's because we're pursuing intelligence rather than common sense, which is really what the issue in fit mind is dealing with, is this idea of being rational. It's not just the ability to accumulate knowledge, but it's the ability to use it in a way that makes sense. Again, go back to Proverbs 16.9. We can make our plans, but the Lord is the one who makes uh, determines our step. So it, you, you get this idea, and, and, and actually um, Jesus said the words, come, let us reason together. 
uh, to allow God to direct our steps. We can gain the knowledge, but we need common sense. We need godly sense in order for our steps to make sense. Uh, a, a lot of people claim that the church is just full of people who are non-critical thinkers, that somehow that um, accepting into Christianity, accepting Christ, means you flush reason down the toilet bowl. Um, but I, I, would, I would attest that probably the opposite is true. Christianity is the one religion, um, probably more so than any other, and, and I come out of a cult, so I understand this, that demands this kind of continuous and daring development of the intellect that constantly pressing us to make sure to, to, to not just assume things as true. Um, as, as Christians, we're, we're to utilize Scripture to guide our decisions and actions, not just use our prejudices and self-wisdom. We're actually called upon to rationally engage Scripture with the actions and the knowledge of the world today. God's word speaks to this in Hebrews 4. I'm going to read it here. It says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. God's scripture, the scripture. Um, uh, and you could even say Christ's, his mind. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit. You know, what's the difference between soul and spirit? Well, God's word is so, so fine that it even cuts between what soul and spirit is, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. I guess as you begin to look at life and look at culture, the distractions of this life are either pulling us away or drawing us closer to God. Excuse me, sorry about that. Using our minds uh, as we address and try to answer the hard questions of life, that's the thing. I mean, it seems simple. It seems easy to do. You know, we just kind of make decisions. But there are many people who don't seek biblical truth. And so if they're engaging their minds without also engaging spiritual truth, then they're only getting part of the story. Many people, many men, many women blindly walk through life seeking answers. But sadly, they settle for whatever their friends are saying or whatever culture is telling them or whatever media is telling them instead of relying on faith scripture and and the application the rational uh, uh development and application of that scripture in, in some ways their belief system is based on like fads you know whatever seems popular at the moment uh, which is why Romans tells us, be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Don't accept what's going on in the world around you. Um, they pursue uh, many times a truth that doesn't hurt them. Scripture talk about people who want to listen to things that tickle their ears, that make them feel good, rather than having to wrestle with real truth. And so they accept lifestyle. People just accept lifestyles that makes sense to them. But in reality, it's just it's an empty pursuit. I know I've dealt with, in my time, many, many, not, not just athletes, but just young people who have wrestled with this idea that, that uh, what is truth? How, uh, what, you know, I'm a Christian, or at least maybe I, I accept the idea of being a Christian, um, but I don't really, I don't know what I believe. I have no belief system. I have, there's, there's nothing there. Uh, I don't, I don't take the time uh, to critically engage my faith. Uh, I, I claim Christianity because it makes sense. I, I, I love Jesus and I want to go to heaven. 
um, but I've never really thought about it. And so what happens when the tough times come and, and you need to rely on this reality of, of what uh, scripture really is or what a Christian life really is, people find that there's, there's an emptiness inside. Um, and, and, and so James talks about people that are blown and tossed by the wind. However, the winds uh, blow, that's the way, you know, I'll go this way or I'll go that way because they're not well established. Well, well, uh, they don't have a great foundation. Um, whether you, you like him or not, or you think he's a great athlete or not, uh, I, I can't help but think of, of the life of Tim Tebow and some of the work that he's done. Um, you know, he clearly, regardless of whether you agree with him or not, clearly has a call upon his life to be a Christian and to stand up for his faith. Um, and, and you got to give him credit for what he's doing. Um, you know, he, he's come under intense pressure for some of the choices he's made. Um, things like, you know, wearing scripture on his, uh, on his shadow, on his eyes and stuff like that. Uh, but he, uh, he, he knows what he believes and, and he pursues that uh, without being blown and tossed by the winds around them. Um, and, and that's, to him, uh, that's what a reasoned faith, a reasoned uh, outcome is, is all about. Uh, I, I think about the, the athlete, you know, you, you, many of you guys are, are athletes who are listening to this because we kind of designed this to, to deal with athletes. And I think about the fact, you know, I coached soccer for a long time. There's a big difference between saying I'm a soccer player and even join a team and play soccer. Because there's some rudimentary elements of soccer. Okay, don't use your hands unless you're the goalie. I can figure that. Dribbling, uh, you know, and passing, things like that. So we can call ourselves a soccer player and, and engage in playing soccer, but never really engage the game of soccer. There's something deeper to soccer. And this is true of every sport, whether it's baseball or wrestling or cheer or, you know, go outside of that in music and theater and uh, business, whatever it is. There are deeper level issues that it's one thing to say, oh, I play this sport. It's another to really have learned the sport, to, to reason the sport, um, to, to understand methods and methodologies and positions uh, and formations and, and things like that. That that goes to a deeper level. And I'm afraid that many of us have engaged our Christian lives much like some of us play our sport. We are an athlete. We are a wrestler. Uh, we are a baseball player. We are a softball player or volleyball player. But we really don't know that much about our game. We know enough to play it, and maybe we're even pretty good at it. But when push comes to shove, uh, if we had to coach someone else to do it, we'd be hard-pressed because we could only go so far because our faith doesn't go that deep or our experience doesn't go that deep. Our knowledge doesn't go that deep. Reasonableness says, if I'm going to be a reasoned person, it means that I have critically engaged what it is that I believe, so much so that I'm not going to be led away by just simple uh, everyday wisdom or whatever the world has to say. And if they say this about my faith or this about my faith, oh, that must be true because I don't know how to critically engage it. You as an individual, if you're going to be good at your sport, if you're going to be good at the business that you're going into or the profession or the vocation that you're seeking, it means you need to be able to critically engage that. It's one thing to pass the test. Yeah, you can pass a test. And many of you do that every week. You pass tests. But do you walk away with not just the knowledge, but the ability to critically apply that what you're doing? 
the reasoned individual knows how to do that. And I would challenge you with your faith. It's not just about, oh, I accepted Jesus, you know, because somebody prayed a prayer with me. It's about that day by day growing and digging deeper and digging deeper and understanding so that you can draw closer. You can understand how that faith applies to life. And when you run into problems that you're like, oh, no, uh, I'm running into a problem. Oh, Jesus must not love me. I'm out of here. But rather that you dig deeper to find out how does my faith speak to this issue so that as you together with the Word of God, the, the Scriptures, and the Word of God, Jesus, as you get through the process, you begin to grow closer to Him and understand better what it is to have this relationship with God. But I would say that if you are only a Christian, because it made sense at the time and common sense said, hey, you should do this because you want to go to heaven— then you've got to really wrestle with where you're at. A reasoned mind, a reasoned individual is one that critically engages. And Christianity totally invites you to do that. The Word of God is open before you. It's available to you so that you can engage it. You can read it. You can go in and look at it and test it and approve it to see that it is good. So that's my challenge to you this week. Don't just do it because everyone's doing it, or maybe you're being rebellious so no one's doing it and you do it, do it because you've learned it, you've applied it, you've, you've swallowed that, um, you've allowed it to come alive, and you've critically engaged it. You've, you've, you've rationally engaged your mind at the same time that your heart and spirit are also wrestling with your truth. You do that in life, do that with your relationships, do that with your work, do that with your, your vocation, do it with your faith. Faith always lead a reasoned lifestyle. Thanks. See you next week.